Here we go. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. This week, our topic is ghosts. Ooh, I know that is spooky. Uh, but really, what we're talking about more specifically are ghosts of your past, right? And not letting those things that, you know, for whatever reason got stuck in your brain and you've made them a part of who you are, no matter how true, not letting those things haunt your present and also haunt your future. So that's what the show is about. As always, there's a blog post that inspired it. So if you want to check that out, please go to AboveAverageLeadership.com. Hover over free resources. Click on blog. Uh, you're going to see the worst ghost costume on the planet. That's what you're looking for. That's how you know you found the right one. And then again, you know, keep your eyes peeled towards the end of the week. There will be a video on YouTube covering the same topic. So if you want to check out the five-minute down and dirty version on Friday, please go ahead. Head over there and check that out. And I hope you guys enjoy the show. All right, here we go. Uh, hi. Hey. How's it going? Welcome back. You, you welcome hi, back. Hi, I'm, I'm back. You have, you've been here. I, I'm always uh, here. Not so, always. Not always, but here we go again sometimes <laughs> as we always do. So, as always, most of the time, sometimes, <laughs> I'm joined by my lovely spouse, Jesse. Hello, hello. I was really hoping you'd say something there, otherwise it would have been awkward. <laughs> uh, last week we talked about fear. Right. And this week, we're talking about ghosts. Oh, spooky, right? That's right. I'm I'm feeling ghost adventures, Zach Baggins level affected right now. Yeah, major chills. Yeah. Do you feel the cold air? I, it's Can a, you feel a it? cold pocket right here in front of us. <laughs> not like a hot pocket. Um, no. But anyway, so we're not talking about those particular kinds of ghosts. In fact, as always, there was a blog post earlier in the week. I believe it was Monday. Just joking. I know it was Monday because that's when it comes out. Um, but it was about ghosts of your past, right? And essentially right. the idea being don't allow the ghosts of your past to, you know, I think I used spooky Halloween verbs to haunt your, your present or your future. Yes, exactly. And I again went off script a little bit. I didn't use, um, I didn't use any hypotheticals this time. Mm -hmm. uh, the subject that I focused on was me. Good Which is you. easy, because I know me pretty well. That's true. You uh, happen to be an expert on you. One of the few, yeah. Yeah, one of the few. And we go way back, so I, I didn't ask my permission. I figured it would be okay. But so what I talked about was, you know, because the, the idea is, look, there are things that happen to you in your lifetime, whether it's something someone said, uh, an occurrence, an event, Something that happened that for whatever reason, even if in the moment it didn't seem like a thing, right, can can plant these little really toxic seeds, yeah, that have the potential to you know zap your future if you let them. Exactly, they're like those little pieces of ivy that grow in the grass and you don't see them until they're already climbing up the fence and choking out the flowers. And it's never a good thing. No, these are typically not friends to your destiny. They right. don't propel you forward. And so the example that I used was, you know, my life growing up. Mm -hmm. um, and so for anyone who's not aware, probably most people listening to this, <laughs> there's probably a few who know. But at any rate, uh, I grew up pretty poor. Like, and by pretty poor, I mean like we were poor, poor. Like, <laughs> we, we were food stamps poor. And this is food stamps when you had like the giant checkbook of Monopoly money. Mm -hmm. You didn't have a slick card, so no one knew how poor you were. Right. 
So I was that level poor. I was free lunch poor. I was Walmart tennis shoes once or twice a year poor. I was, and here's the extreme example that I kicked onto the back end. And people, people who don't know this to be true might think I'm making this up, but this is a fact. I remember I must have been like 14 or 15, and I was working. I had a job, you know, bagging groceries at a grocery store. And I remember the church I was going to at the time had a, a thing set up where you could donate gifts to less fortunate kids. Right. So I used my money that I earned at my job to go buy, like, a really nice football. Because mm-hmm. I so thought sweet. wouldn't that be a great thing, right. you know, to get on Christmas a brand new f- and it was nice it was right. like you know again I'm 15 working part time but so it was like a 30 or 40 dollar football right it's a big investment for a kid to give away sure right and so I felt good about that mm-hmm. I'm helping the less fortunate right um, and Christmas morning show enough I got my own football back <laughs> so I, I was the less fortunate that I was trying to help out so it was like that level of poor, right? Fortunately, you picked a really nice football. That's the bonus. You know, that rarely, how many times, like we, how many times have you like, oh, like I got so-and-so's birthday. And so you get like a really nice gift, but you secret, you're like, I wanted that. Right. Right. I, I can remember one in particular when I was a kid. I was like, ah, how come they get the thing that I know I can't have? That sucks. Because we were poor. Right. Um, right. So I had that, a whole bunch of negative stuff. Mm-hmm. from that now and I, I was brief with it but let's add to that things that you know mm-hmm. uh, which can we e- we can easily equate to just not a real healthy upbringing no no I wouldn't say that healthy would be a no. descriptive word I would use <laughs> terminally ill upbringing okay. uh, yeah it was it was bad okay yeah not so, a lot of kindness not a lot of sympathy no no not a lot of that going on not not a lot of Interest. And so the reason it's pertinent is because, and I think I use this verbiage in the blog, is that by the time I was like 16 years old, we had like Amityville horror level haunting as far as ghosts of my past were concerned. Right. right. And they stuck with me mm-hmm. for a long time. Probably, you know, from then on, like maybe we're looking at like three years solid. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a hard thing to shake, especially in those early years. I mean, what is it that they say... It's like you are, your personality is pretty much formed by the time you're like eight or nine. Right. I, I right. mean, so those first few years of your life are <laughs> so are formative. important. And when you have such a hard upbringing, it does affect the rest of your life. And while I'm a fan of honesty, right? I am. I think you should be transparent in pretty much all things. Right. It definitely played against my... It played against my internal thoughts a little bit because when I'm like, hey, why can't we do the whatever? It's like, oh, because we're poor. It wasn't like right. we're budgeting for something else. Oh, no, we, we have no money. Right. Oh, okay. Well, right. that makes sense. Which gives you a level of panic that as a child, not only can you not really understand, but you have zero control over that. So to put that level of panic into a kid is really unfair. But I think it was, you know, so I had a... A good understanding of what we were up against, right? Well, like, shut up, kid. So. Quit asking you. We don't so. have any food. What are you talking about? <laughs> Masters of the universe. But, <laughs> you know, and because of that, like, that, it didn't matter, right? Like, during those years, 16, 17, 18, it didn't matter that 
I had a lot of close friends. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter that now I had all the cool clothes and shoes and everything else because I paid for them myself. Like, mm-hmm. it, and it didn't matter that we were together and I had a great girlfriend who would one day become my wife. None of that mattered. Right. I didn't have any confidence in it because I was still letting these stupid little ghosts from my past right. sabotage what I was doing in the moment. Right, because those, just like you were talking about, those seeds that were planted, they take root and you have to be able to get the entire plant out, not just the part that you can see. Well, it's be, you know, the other thing is everything good becomes suspect, mm-hmm. or at least in your mind, temporary. Right. You know, like that one good birthday you had, yeah. you still had to give that gift away. Like, I know that. That happened. <laughs> like, the best birthday I ever got, they made me give the gift away. Oh. <laughs> um, and so it's like, yeah, well, this isn't real. You can't right. trust it. And you've got these latent feelings of, I come from this, mm-hmm. and so I don't deserve. And that's the biggest fallacy and the biggest lie that these, quote, ghosts will tell you is that because of where you're from mm-hmm. or because of the thing that happened or because of whatever, right? you're not good enough, you don't deserve, you should settle, all that stupid stuff. Right. Right? And. I say stupid not to hurt anyone's feelings, but to, to point out how false it is. Right. I mean, you really can overcome it. And even if it's just that kind of fake it till you make it attitude, you still can become exactly who you want to be. And and so moving forward a little bit, you know, the, none of those things matter. None of the good stuff mattered because my brain, you know, still said you don't deserve, you're not good enough. Um, and if we're being honest, like you and I, you didn't realize it at the time necessarily, but you came to figure it out relatively quickly. It didn't affect how you thought about me, but like socioeconomic start point <laughs> was wildly different between the two of us. <laughs> and, you know, it's like we thought we moved on up like George and Wheezy when we got a trailer. You right. know what I mean? Like, whoa, <laughs> we done made it now. Yeah. What's that? We get a, a yard gnome? That's legit. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a nice yard. Now. There's not. But, you know, it was that that was the man. Right. We did it, mm-hmm. you know, and then I come to your house for the first time and it's like, oh, this is a house, you know, <laughs> oh, this is what food looks like. Aww. So, but, you know, so because right, of yeah. that, all this stuff stuck with me and I, I can distinctly remember like the moment mm-hmm. when I was able to get all the ghosts for the most part to shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. And if I, even though, like, here's the deal, and I'll just skip to the end on part of it. They're <laughs> never going to go away. Right. Right? Exactly. A haunting exactly. is a haunting is a haunting. I don't care how long the house has been empty. I don't care what new joy lives there. I don't right. care if you turn it into a synagogue. It's still haunted, all right? Right. <laughs> but you've got to overshadow the haunting right. with new stuff, right? Exactly. So sing a little louder when you're praying or, you know, whatever it is you do. Right. If you turn it into a venue for rock shows, like play louder, whatever it is. Right. You got to drown out the moans of these stupid ghosts. Mm-hmm. And I was 19 years old. When I, when I, you know, it's like, it is, it's like our boy Zach Baggins when he goes in and he's, he's mad, right? Right. When he's like, all right, that's enough demon. And he's like, come out and show yourself. Like it's all aggro. Right. That's how you have to treat these things Mm -hmm. with a little bit of aggro. Right. And so anyway, I'm, I'm belaboring the point, but, um, it was the first day of basic training Mm -hmm. in Echo Company 219 Infantry, right? Right. Hashtag Fort Benning. Um, <laughs> sweet, sweet Georgia. <laughs> it is the start point for greatness. That's right. 
uh, or, you know, short-lived military careers, depending on who you are. <laughs> but we get there, and it's it's literally within the first two hours of them going, you're all in first platoon. Mm-hmm. That's all we know. Sorry, second. JK, LOL. Second platoon. <laughs> right. I was first platoon. Senior drill sergeant. That's mm-hmm. why I cross-modulated. <laughs> um, you guys are in the same platoon. Here's your barracks. And Robert Union Shank looks at us. He was my drill sergeant. He was a demigod. And he goes... <laughs> cleaned the barracks, and walked in his office and shut the door. <laughs> right. And everybody just stood there and looked at each other? Like, we haven't been like, hey, what's up? My name's Crutcher yet. Right. We don't know anybody from Adam. Right. We're 60 total strangers in, like, the most testosterone-driven environment on the planet. Right. Anything could happen. And he goes, clean the barracks. <laughs> and it was, it was silent. Mm-hmm. Like, for many reasons. One, it's the first three hours of basic training. Right. You're expecting Full Metal Jacket. Right. And this guy, who looked a lot like Arlie Ermey, <laughs> just said, clean the barracks. He's like, he's going to come out and kill us. <laughs> and so, and you're surrounded by strangers. Mm-hmm. So you don't know how to say anything or who's going to say it. Right. So you silence. don't want to give the wrong impression right off the bat. You don't want to, but you also don't want to be the weak wallflower. It's... I can imagine it's a scary position. And in retrospect, I'm I'm sure, and mm-hmm. I can tell you for sure because I got to know some of these individuals, but out of 60 of us, I promise you there was 30 good ideas how to get this done. Right. And 10 that would have really worked, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, but no one said a word. And I don't know what in the world possessed me <laughs> with all this baggage, all mm-hmm. this not good enough, all this, you know, you'll never be... Literally, that's a statement. That is a quote from my high school principal. Mm-hmm. You will never amount to anything. And so, this was... Dang, I'll just, yeah, it's our son. All right, so... <laughs> he's alive, everybody. Don't panic. Don't panic. Um, <laughs> My high school principal said that to me. Mm-hmm. You'll never amount to anything. Right. And so I've got all that swirling. What and here I am surrounded by 59 strangers. Right. Clean the barracks. And I don't know why. I have no idea why I thought I'll open my mouth. Right. Because it was your time. But I did. And what's crazy is that not only did my plan work mm-hmm. no one killed me for opening my mouth <laughs> and everyone respected me after that right right you became the leader amongst them because you were brave enough to say something that first time when it was really crucial that someone step in and take charge and what's crazy is so you said i became the leader for that group it, mm-hmm. that is exactly what happened in that instant Mm-hmm. For that group of people, for the next three months, right. I was among the people they looked to for guidance. Mm-hmm. But what's really crazy about it is that that one sentence of like, I've got an idea, right. or hey, listen up, let's do it this way, mm-hmm. that launched the entire next 15 years of my life. Absolutely. Because because of that, I left there with letters of recommendation, mm-hmm. like as a basic training soldier. Right, which I doesn't got happen. Promoted while I was a basic training. Yep. I was immediately put into a leadership role in my first unit, and it just kept going. Mm-hmm. Because I recognized in the moment that I told those ghosts to shut up. Right. And what dawned on me, and this is what I really want people to get, and then we're going to really dig into this, is that you get to pick. Yes. 
You get to pick, because, you know, it dawned on me, oh, these are 59 strangers. Right. They have no idea they don't where know, you came from. They don't have a clue. They don't care <laughs> that I had Voyant pumps when everyone else had Reebok pumps. Right. Right? They don't care that I was rocking Spaldings and not Chuck Taylors. They don't care. Right. They have no idea, because we're all wearing the same crappy boots now. Mm-hmm. And yep. I got to choose from that second forward... Who I was going to be. Am right. I going to be the poor kid from Liberty, Missouri? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to go on to, like, win awards for valor? Absolutely. Am I going to go on to get <laughs> meritorious <laughs> citations yeah. for just being a killer drill sergeant? Yeah. Am I going to tour the country and, you know, speak to high schools because I'm a drill sergeant who's got a good message? Right. I'm going to do that. I'm not right. going to be the poor kid from Liberty anymore. Starting right now, I'm going to pick to do great things. Right. Oh, it gives me goosebumps because it's so true. You don't have to stay stuck and let those hauntings in your mind ruin what your potential is. You don't have to go through your head, you know, like it's a haunted house and you think everything's going along fine and all of a sudden grabs you and then you stop and you're scared and you're right back where you were when you were eight and some kid was laughing at you because whatever happened and that's you don't have to hold on to that and so many people and look here's the thing i don't i don't want to make it into some like you've got to be in this big life-changing moment where you know oh you've you've shipped yourself away from all your friends and family (laughs) you're all alone and now is the time you get to decide right no no look to the point of like when you walk into the next room Mm -hmm. it's that that second you get to pick who you get to be now. Right. Like, no one can tell you. Like, look, if you're a jerk mm-hmm. and you go, you know what? I want to be a nice person. Right. Walk into the living room and start that instant. Yes. Yep. It's simple. Make the decision and do it. it, it mm. What would a nice person do in this situation? Oh, they would probably say hello to everyone and ask them how their day was. <laughs> right. That's the thing. You know, it, and it goes into anything. Mm-hmm. Like, if you tell yourself, oh, I want to be a famous artist or right. I want to, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. But you go, oh, well, you know, in second grade, my teacher said I sucked at art. Right. I don't care. No. I don't care what Mrs. Kerbopel said. She's not here <laughs> and it doesn't matter. No. No. The whole rest of the world is a stranger. The mm-hmm. whole rest of the world wasn't in that second grade class. Who cares? Right. Right. And then when you ex- establish yourself as the person that you want to be, and then you share what your history is, whether it's good, bad, indifferent, it's encouraging to people of all walks because they look at it and go, if you can do that, I could reach what I want to reach. And that's, exa- you know, and that's. A great point is, like we said at the beginning, the haunting never goes away. Right. The ghosts are always still there. Right. But you can change who you are because of them Mm -hmm. and then use them. Hey, look, I got this janky haunted shack (laughs) right behind me. That's where I grew up. Right. But you don't have to listen to that. Right. You don't have to live there full time. (laughs) You know, occasionally you might pop in, but that's the thing is you figure out tools that when you feel yourself opening the door to the janky haunted shack, you can figure out how to slam it and lock it shut and walk away. Well, and there's a great skill that I teach people that it's, goes along that's with this. True. But, <laughs> but the other thing is, you know, with your janky haunted shack and 
and anything you decide to do, the, the big thing is like, you know, I'll use me as an example right now. Anyone who knows Travis as an adult human being mm-hmm. has no idea where I can. If you were to right. ask, you know, who is to the soldiers, like who was, who right. was drill sergeant crutcher? Who was sergeant first class crutcher? Who was, who was this person? Right. They're never going to be like, oh, he's a poor kid. No, no. that And that would never probably even cross anyone's mind. Because the perception that they always got, or that I at least worked very hard to make sure they understood, was that I was a professional mm-hmm. and that I strove for excellence in all things. Right. And that's all they know. Right. And that, you know, looking back when I have met soldiers that worked with you or for you, I mean, that was always the air in which they spoke about you. I mean, there there was never any illusion of, well, but I also know that, you know, X, Y, and Z from its past. And, you know, I mean, there was was none of that. There was none of that. And then, you know, it's like you were saying, when when you let them in a little bit and go, well, look, you know, like, here's where I started. They're like, what? Right. Seriously? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Look, and that's the whole point of this is that, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you're the shoe or the car or the top hat. You're all on go. <laughs> right. And at the end, only the only thing anyone cares about is who has the most property. Right. right. Yeah. They don't care. No one cares what you look like, where you started. And no. the reality is like, man, if you're listening to this and you're still in high school, pay attention to this next part. Yeah. All right. Listen close. <laughs> you're all going to grow up. Yes. And you're all going to quit caring. Yes. About all the stuff. Hopefully. That's the, the ones goal. that don't, They're, they are going to be the the butt of a lot of jokes yes. for the rest of the grown-ups. It's true. You know, they're going to be the <laughs> ones that that you go through whatever social media platform and go, 20-year reunion's coming up. Man, been a rough 40 years for that one. <laughs> yeah, Golly. Rough 40. <laughs> had a rough life. Yeah. <laughs> and they're still like, what are you wearing? Clothes, dummy. What are you right. talking about? And talking about their ACT score and, you know, that kind of stuff. I can tell you this, too. It's so ridiculous. Living in a very male-dominated profession for a very long time, mm-hmm. all right? You go up and try and check the tag on a grown man's shirt? <laughs> that's not a good idea. No, no. You really don't need to concern yourself with what <laughs> brand I've got on. There's a lot bigger problems you're about to have exactly. than what guy made my shirt. Yep. <laughs> hey, and guess what else? What? I don't care if it's this brand or that brand or what brand anyone's got a guy. They're all made in Bangladesh, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't make They're any made difference. by the same person, right? <laughs> you just have a different stamp for the tag on the back. <laughs> but that's such a silly ghost. Yes. But it exists. Mm-hmm. What you wore as a kid, people will let screw them up and define them for yes. the rest of their lives. Something really simple like that. And, you know. I, I mean, my thing was is that I got laughed at once doing something in front of an audience and then I found out they weren't even laughing at me and it totally derailed me from ever wanting to speak in front of anyone again or be on a stage or do anything it it completely terrified me that I had made a fool of myself and that was it for me I walked away right. from everything that had to do with anything to this day I mean really you you are just now starting to come yes. out of your your cocoon of 
yeah. frightened safety <laughs> right. because right. you you weren't a, it didn't sound like a good idea to speak in front of people. No, you were no. terrified it to was, do it. You're right. You're putting yourself in a very vulnerable position, and I was not willing. It was like your own private scene from Carrie. Right. We're all gonna laugh you're at you. We're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> and you're not doing comedy. <laughs> That's right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but he, look, I don't know. I, I think you know because I've always been pretty pragmatic about things, and I've mm-hmm. also. I think part of my upbringing has helped me not care Mm -hmm. because it didn't look I can tell you with great certainty the clothes you wear do not have anything to do with your ability to execute whatever task has nothing at all to do with it none of the none of that stupid like social pressurey it's so dumb it is and I'm talking like when I say you can do anything you want you can become whoever you want people are like take it easy Travis you're sounding awfully ambitious for a trash man <laughs> but look here's what I mean I'm not a trash man by the way <laughs> respectable fellows though they always very nice gentlemen um, it's true. but what I'm getting at is in, in the moment right so if you say you know what I'm gonna become or don't even say become right I would take it a step further be like mm-hmm. I'm a world class gymnast right what <laughs> but just tell yourself I'm just, a world class right. gymnast. Yep. Just every morning wake every up morning I'm a world class gymnast. That's what I am. Yep. Our son, he's great at this. Mm-hmm. I think it's because he's lived with us long enough and yeah. we've taught him a lot of these skills. Right. But every day you talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like now what what school he wants to go? Like he's a freshman. Right. In high school. Right. In high school. And but his gut. He he talks about himself. He will say when I'm a professional football player, right. when I win this award, I'm going to say these words. I mean, he has himself in his mind on a prestigious team. It's a done deal. Winning huge awards. And he has himself, you know, donating half his paycheck to charities and buying us cars. And, and you know, I mean, just it's e- done. Even, even you know, chicken. Like, yeah. she talks about... Yes. Well, when I when I run for president, and it's right. not jokey, haha. No, it's like no. seriously. When I am old enough, and I contemplate my presidential run, right? When I when I consider about. it, this is this is my platform, and <laughs> these are the types of people I would surround myself with. I mean, last night Levi was like, "I'm not sure which D1 school I want to go to." Right. Like he hasn't. He hasn't played a year of varsity yet. Right. And he's like, you know, here's right. I'm really leaning towards Clemson. Like, exactly, dude. But that's exactly the mindset you have right. to have. Right, that you are you are already there, and and I think that's the thing is for each individual person on the planet, you are already good enough. You just have to unlock yourself. <laughs> you just have to let yourself go. Stop with the the haunting in your head, and go after it. And let me help you out. Look. There is a lot of world that is waiting to kick your ass. Yes. And so chopping it you doesn't down. need your help. No. It doesn't need your no. help. Do no. like your right world. I do suck. No, <laughs> right. it's not. Really. No. It's 2020. Let's take a, a quick tally. How many <laughs> things has the world been right about this year? Right. <laughs> not. I feel like we're into the negative. Right. On it this depends one. on what day of the week it is. Right. Exactly. But, you know, you're going to believe a bunch of strangers and here's the other crazy part about that mm-hmm. you're going to believe a bunch of strangers and yet you don't expect them to just believe you 
Right. When you say, no, I am good enough. I am good enough. Or I do know how to do this, and I can show you. And if if you can't, figure it out. Right. Right. I, mean, I, I, I think that's the other thing. People get to a certain point, and they go, oh, well, I'm... I'm too old to start something. You spend your entire life going, I'm too young for this, and I'm too old for that, and I'm too whatever for the next thing. You miss it all. At some point, you just have to go, I'm exactly right for what I want to do right now. And it, you know, it just, it it sounds oversimplified. Yeah. You know. Just do it. Okay. <laughs> right. Sure. Right. Okay, Nike. <laughs> if it was that simple, we'd all have sponsorships. Exactly. But the reality is, you're never you're never gonna even get close to reaching your potential mm-hmm. if you let all the nonsense that someone thought or someone said or someone did or you thought said or did right ten, fifteen, twenty years ago right tell you who you are on Tuesday. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. No. No. I, I mean, the whole, the whole that part about, you know, growing up is that you are growing up. You are maturing into an adult. And so if you let what happened to you at an immature stage of your life dictate the mature stage, that's not growing. No, you're, I mean... You're staying stuck. And it's... It's so sad. I can tell you from experience it's sad because just like you were just saying, I had cocooned myself up in this little spot where nobody would ever really get to know me. Nobody would ever really see me. Just just let me do my thing behind the scenes. And the truth was, as a kid, if you asked me what I wanted to do, I wanted to be on a stage someplace, right. or I wanted to be a physical therapist. What are the other? <laughs> that was, sure. Those were my those were my two things. But Either let me be now. a famous actress. What you right. do now is the exact in between <laughs> right. of being a physical therapist or on a stage somewhere. Right. And right. But it's because I stopped letting the one time I got laughed at and then just having a more shy personality I stopped letting it control everything and there's nothing wrong with being realistic I'm not saying like you're all going to be astronauts probably not right I mean there's a centrifuge trainer you got to go through and I know most of the population is not hacking it Right? You can't. It doesn't Sorry. matter how loud you hook. It's not going to happen. Right. Um, Joe Rogan could tell you all about that. But but what I'm saying, so like, you know, when you, when you and I would talk about you, you know, starting to do live and doing mm-hmm. doing your morning stuff that is, right. if you have not followed her on Instagram, please do. Because it's just her morning dances are worth it. Trust me. Yeah. At Team Hope Lifters on Instagram. Exactly. Um <laughs> It rewind it 10 seconds. It was Team Hope Lifters Instagram. All right. <laughs> but when we first started talking about that, when mm-hmm. I'm saying be realistic, is you would go, well, what if people think it's stupid? Right. right? And I would go, maybe they will. Right. Maybe they will. And, th- and I was like, oh, yeah, maybe they will. But those aren't my people. And who cares? Because my people will be like. That's hilarious. <laughs> Good for you. Making a fool of yourself every morning and having fun. That's the thing about it. Some of that kind of stuff where it's like you feel like 
You can't be silly or fun. You giving yourself permission to just be your kind of silly and fun gives other people permission to be their kind right. of silly and fun. It I, frees everyone. The other thing that it, it you know, it robs you out of that joy of being able to do what you want in the first place. But the other thing, like, you know, when it comes to just, you said that those aren't your people anyway, right? Right. So if we take it back to when I was saying, you know, I had great friends, I had you, I had this core of like great individuals around me. Mm -hmm. I robbed myself for, you know, probably a few years of really appreciating what I had. Right. Because I was still worried about the 12 billion people that I didn't know thinking I was a poor kid. Like, who cares, man? Right. Who cares? Yeah. Right. And I guess that's the thing is, so what does that really affect if they're like, I think he might be a poor kid? Cool. What, what does that change? Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, but does he have a cool personality? Do you want to hang out with him? Right. Is he really good at skateboarding? Is he, you know, know everything about music? Like, I will watch TV This is, <laughs> I, because this is how little I care about that stuff. Right. right. I really, I couldn't care less about brands or labels or cars. I don't care. Right. I will watch TV, and if someone's being interviewed, I'm like, I like Dan. I've <laughs> yeah. never met this dude. That's it happened true. last night. It happened last night. <laughs> we were watching a show, and this guy was being interviewed. I have. He was just a local historian on the show we yeah. were watching. I was like, I like that dude. I want to <laughs> hang out with that guy. Right. Had nothing to do with what he had on. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what he. I don't. I know what right. his bank account looks nothing like. Nothing about him. Nothing. Right. But he seemed like a cool dude. Right. And I want to sit around Just and talk about, you know, historical the historical stuff. Utah town right, that he knows exactly. so much about. <laughs> Just seemed like a, a good dude. Right. He had an interesting personality. He had a sense of humor. Yeah. He, he was letting some of his personality out as he was He was being interviewed but it. didn't want to be the star of the show. Like right. He wasn't. Right. He's like, yeah. Yeah, some stuff going on. Right. <laughs> I did. I even I stopped the he show. I'm like, said it I in the like Dan. <laughs> Dan's a good dude. Right. And that, I think, that's the thing. It's like when you're talking about Dan on this show, he was just being himself. Right. Just be yourself. People will like you for you. People will like you because you have a personality that is attractive to them or a perspective that's attractive to them. And I'm, I'm going to take it the other way because I, you know, right. I'm a realist. Right. We have, to, um, we have to have both sides of the coin. But the opposite is so true as well. So mm-hmm. look, we're talking about not not letting it affect you, not letting it define who you are. Here's the other thing, okay? Because people do grow up. Like we said, everyone mm-hmm. who knew you is whatever right. is going to grow up and they're not going to care anymore. If they see you still going, I'm this, I'm that, I'm not. Right. People are going to roll their eyes, dude. Yeah, it's true. Because <laughs> the rest of us who grew up don't care. Right. All right? And it's like, well... What have you been doing right. since you were that? Exactly. At some point, those things do become a crutch or an excuse to why you haven't gone after something. And it's just so sad to to let it pass, to let all the potential pass, thinking you are one thing and letting that be a self-fulfilling exactly prophecy. Exactly what it turns into. That's exactly what it is. It's and then you're still sad. stuck in this cyclic funk right. of never going anywhere. Right. You know? Yep. I mean, look at how many success stories are out there right now of like a guy who grew up in South Central Los Angeles and oh he gosh, was yeah. third generation there. Like things were not looking up for the family. Right. 
and he decides or she decides, not me. I'm not going to let this neighborhood or the violence and all this other stuff define who I am. I'm getting out of here. Right. And I'm not only that, I'm going to bring as many people with me as I possibly can. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's the thing. If, if you've got these ghosts, right, all this baggage, guess what? You're not the only one. Okay. Right. right. So, so why not find other hauntings and be like, dude, you've got that ghost. All right, come with me. Right. We're going to shut them up together. Right. We're going to go unpack this baggage together and let it let those ghosts be free. And now you and your 10 poor friends that went skateboarding outside of Dairy Queen <laughs> after school every day. Right. You're balling out of control on a beach in Cancun because you, you shut them up and shut right. it down together. Yep. Exactly. Because you decided, no, I'm not that. I'm right. not going to be that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be that in the world. I'm not going to be that in my head. And the only reason that's going to continue to exist in my little shack is to show people how little it matters. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's that's one of the things that in my world of coaching, when when I'm talking to someone who is kind of on the fence about things, it always comes down to, look, you are one yes to yourself. <laughs> to changing your life. You just need to say yes to you this one time. And from here, things are going to change. And what's amazing, and you know, because I have the same thing in my practice where mm-hmm. you'll have people on the fence like that, and they you can tell, like, their yeah. little soul is screaming, going, yes. I need to change something. Right. I need help. And their, their, quote, reasons for not are always a list of can'ts mm-hmm. that they've never tested to see if that's true. Right. Like, I can't do this, or I just can't get up early. Right. Sure you can. Sure. Absolutely Consciousness works can. all the time. Right. <laughs> Unless you just got choked out, and guess what? Right. In about 10 seconds, consciousness is going to work again. <laughs> so. It's true. The thing is, is anything you really want, you're going to have to sacrifice for. So, if it's, I can't get up early because I like to stay up late. Well, you're going to have to like staying up late a little bit less so you can get up early. But you said sacrifice, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to caveat that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like when, when all those little stupid ghosts and the can'ts that you've never tested start screaming at you, mm-hmm. and you say, I'm going to have to sacrifice something, if you really break it down and quantify the things that need to go away right. in order to make this great thing happen... right. Are they even good for you in the first place? It's true. A lot of people find that those things that they were hanging on to were not helpful. And I'm not trying to pick on any group. No. But I'll use an example Mm -hmm. to make it make sense. It's like, hey, I need to get my finances in order and I want to be able to get up and exercise and I want to change where I am and my aesthetic and everything about me. I want to Mm -hmm. change and be a good, healthy, happy, productive human being. Right. Okay. Let's look at your budget. All right. Well, it looks like you're spending, I don't know, about $400 a week on alcohol. Right. You should probably stop doing that. That's a quick $400 and it's good for your health and you'll be able to get up and exercise and all the things you're asking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I just can't because I need a couple drinks at the end of the day to unwind. Okay. Then we're done here. Right. We're done here because you're not willing to give up something that's terrible for you. Right. (laughs) To fix all your problems. Right. I mean, that is a huge step in the right direction to a lot of problem solving. Because what happens is people get, you know, it's it's like, it's like a full on possession. Right. You get addicted 
<laughs> to your ghosts. Yes. You get addicted to oh, living this this BS life that mm-hmm. you let the rest of the world sell you in your formative years. Yeah. And you don't you're afraid to do anything else because this is so intertwined into who you are. Right. Right. You don't know where you and the the ghost end. Right. So if you get rid of the ghost, are you getting rid of you too? Or you know, is there anything left if the ghost goes away? Right. Yeah. There is. There's plenty of you in there that's screaming to get out. And you've surrounded your, you know, the house that was nice when it first got haunted is mm-hmm. now this dilapidated shack that no right. one even wants to come into. Right. They don't want to visit because <laughs> they know it's creepy and haunted. Right. And, and it's going to suck them in too. Right. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to be the person that ends up, you know, as the horror attraction and people come in and never come out. You know, it's, it's like when we went to Galveston <laughs> recently, we went on a ghost tour mm-hmm. and we're walking around and we're like, oh, yeah, that looks haunted. Yeah. Like, I, right. you're, you're definitely dying if you go <laughs> right, in there. Right. But then the next day, we go to a place that is known to be mm-hmm. like very actively haunted. They won't right. even let you on the third floor right now because right. of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And it's like. We're like this place is amazing. I would love to live here because it was well taken care of. It's beautiful. Right. Exactly. It's historic. But meanwhile, these ones that probably have no haunting at all, right. but they just look—they just look creepy. Right. That's what you're doing to yourself yeah. when you surround yourself with all this negative stuff. Mm-hmm. That, that you're just validating it right. to the world. Yep. It's true. It's so true. So Gosh. yeah, that's kind of the topic. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's it's just like you like I gave my example about you know opening my mouth that day and how mm-hmm. the the reality is that I was never the same person after that. Right. The the ghosts never. I mean, it was barely a woo woo after right. that. You know, what I mean, there <laughs> right. was no sh- chain shaking, no like <laughs> right. door slam and right. nothing. People weren't moving my furniture around anymore. <laughs> like I was in control of the living room. Everyone shut up in color. I, right. I'm in charge now. And that's the exciting part. Is it? It doesn't take a lot to to prove them right out of your life. Right, and it's it's all nonsense in your head. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, everyone's got a subconscious. Right. <laughs> we don't know why it exists. We don't know how it exists, and we can't control it. Right. <laughs> but if I if you have a song stuck in your head, mm-hmm. you can actively think a new song. Right. right. Yes. It doesn't mean that that, you know, I'm going to do it to him. Uh, it doesn't mean that the cranberry <laughs> zombie isn't going to pop back into your head. Right. As soon as you stop actively thinking about the one you're trying to think right. of to get it gone. But then you can go, damn it. Cranberries are back. <laughs> right. Uh, go back to this other song. Head. Ho. Ho. I did it. <laughs> right. But sorry, everybody. Um, not really, though. But you can, again, actively think about another song. Mm-hmm. So shut it up. Let your brain know who's running things. Right. I'm awake. I'm in charge. Right. That's it. And sometimes it's uncomfortable to do that the first few times. But the release of, I don't know if it's really endorphins or what it is, but when you feel that rush of, I I did it. I just successfully faced some, you know, one of my ghosts and I feel so good. Right. That becomes an addictive feeling also but you don't want to trade one toxic addiction for another right Right. so like if we're talking about the ghost from your past and i use alcohol as an example there's tons of coping stuff that people use Mm -hmm. but it's another toxic thing to mask 
that ghost, right? right? So if you've got Zombie by the Cranberries stuck in your head and you're like, oh, I know, I'll do Culture Club, Karma Chameleon. <laughs> Dude, right. not better. Right. <laughs> All right? right? You've gone, ho, ho, to Karma, Karma, Karma. That's right. not good. No, no, okay? you want to step up. <laughs> you want to pick like a good instrumental, <laughs> right. right? Or a nice breakdown, something that's going to carry you through anything. Yes. It's not going to annoy you when you're in a funk. Mm-hmm. It's not going to key you up too much when you need to be chill. You need like, like good... That right. good Star Wars track, <laughs> right, you know? exactly. Some Return it's, of the Jedi. Right, exactly. It's long. You can put it on a loop, and you can ride the <laughs> ride the melody. I don't even care if it's Darth Vader's intro song. <laughs> I mean, that'll fire you up. That'll get you going. If you put yourself, I'm the guy, right? That's right. This is my Death Star. <laughs> Emperor works for me. Right? That's right. So don't replace one bad thing that's jamming up your nugget with another bad thing that's going to yeah. jam up your nugget and your body and everything else. Yeah. Pick Absolutely. a good song. There you go. All right. <laughs> I don't know. The music is a new thing, I guess. I'm just keep bringing that up. That's I guess right. my guitar behind me now. I'm, That's right. I'm vicariously inspired by Fender. <laughs> you got any, any final final thoughts on this one? Oh, gosh. You hit him hard last week with Do It Scary. I know, I know. Now there's an I, expectation. I know. I'm You're sorry. You're afraid of success. I'm, that's right. Now I'm afraid of success, <laughs> and I'm all <laughs> in a twist. I can't think of anything. They're all asking, "Can she repeat it?" No. <laughs> uh, do it scared again? Hey, <laughs> it ain't broke. Don't fix it. No, but really, I mean, don't let your past define your present or your future. Don't let what someone said. Look, I'll use one last example. If I had never told the story, my children would never know that my principal said I'd never amount to anything. Right. All they know is this guy who's been really successful right. everywhere he went. Exactly. Everywhere they go where someone knows me, it's like, it's a, oh, it's an event, right? Like, right, exactly. Oh, you're here. Like, right. I'm that guy to them. Exactly. And it, it doesn't have anything to do with the car we pulled up in or what you have on or... You're not bringing out, you know, bank statements or any of that kind of stuff. It's, they are, when the kids see you meeting up with someone else, it is just the excitement of you and whoever and the respect and the, you know, just joy in seeing each other. And it's the same for you. Look, there are people who would, if you would not share it here, never know you were afraid to speak in front of people yeah. because you're the person who they watch dance on the internet every morning. Right. Right. You're, <laughs> right. you're the one who goes live in her stories all like yeah. to them. Like, what? Right. Afraid of talking. Are you right. kidding me? Have you seen <laughs> her, her stories? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Because you decided. Yes. You picked and, and it was uncomfortable. It right. And it was scary. Mm-hmm. And, and I can see it happen. There's, you know, random Thursday. You're like, I don't know. Like you can see yes. the ghosts creeping up, right. cha- shaking their chains, and yeah. you go, "Nope, damn it! I said this is me, and right. this is who I am." And what's great about it, like using you as an example, because I know me pretty well, I keep going, but um, <laughs> you're happier. Yes, you have more fun. Yes, absolutely. You're a, you're a better human being because you are doing what you love, right? And what makes you happy? Yeah, it's, right. It's, it's simple. I it's know. very look. It's simple. It's, it's so it's hard. Simple, but it's really difficult. So hard. <laughs> but 
but it's saying making that one decision that one commitment i'm just not going to live that way anymore and then actually walking it out and if that means writing it down on the calendar if that means you know making yourself a little agreement and signing it if it means telling someone else so you have some accountability do whatever it takes and i would say this too you know like any of those things are a step forward and if you're sitting there saying to yourself the i can'ts and making your list of excuses already and falling back into the the mindset of everything that was spoon-fed to you it's all garbage right what i would ask you is this has any of that worked right has any of that gotten you where you really want to be yeah and if it hasn't man maybe it's worth a shot yeah maybe deciding right now you're not that yeah maybe deciding you're you know a world-class gymnast and just make it happen just is make the way it to happen. go and it is it's gonna suck right <laughs> it's, it's gonna be hard work yep it's going to take a lot of effort mm-hmm. and at the end of every day you're going to be exhausted yeah. and completely happy exactly and you're gonna sleep like a baby <laughs> there's no more of that latent worry right concern exactly. that stupid nagging you're not good enough it's gone yeah it's gone i mean it sounds it sounds cliche but you know if i can do it anybody can do it if you can do it anybody right. can do it and it it truly is freedom to be happy in who you are and where you're growing to you don't have to be done growing to start something no and you know all the things that that weigh people down from starting are just it's just a sheet yeah. it's just another sheet yeah. covering something it's not real right look marksmanship's been a big part of my life i can tell you there's less than a one mil difference between your eye and my eye mm-hmm. we're that close to the same right every human on the planet we're that close yeah so the person who is uber successful doing the thing that you would love to do they're right next to you right genetically same line mm-hmm. there's nothing stopping you but you and this nonsense that you're believing about yourself yeah oh it's so true it's so true well, shall we wrap it up? Sure. You look like you were musing. We could we could probably keep talking about this forever, but <laughs> I guess the thing I was just thinking about, I am going to keep talking. Go ahead. <laughs> is I can remember you having, you know, some major events coming up when you were in the army where you were going to be showing vehicles and doing, you know, complete walkthroughs and really teaching someone how to utilize what you could do. And I can remember the night before, I think we were sitting on the edge of our bed and you were getting some stuff laid out. And I was like, yeah, but aren't you so nervous? And I just remember you looked at me like completely confused and you were like, why would I be nervous? <laughs> and I was like, because like there's, they're this major person. The they're staff so and- huge. And, you know, and you were like, right. But they get up and they're going to put on the same uniform I'm putting on and they're going to go to the same place that I'm going to the difference is I know everything I'm going to tell him and he doesn't know any of it <laughs> but it's I true like oh <laughs> <laughs> and I you know I know the the time frame you're talking about there was a, a six-month period where you know I did presentations from everyone from the Pacific Command commander mm-hmm. like the entirety of the Pacific fleet right Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, right. all under his command. Everyone. <laughs> um, I did it for the 
Commandant of the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, for the first time since the end of the conflict, I hosted the chief of staff of the Vietnamese Army. <laughs> right. I mean, just incredible. And I was the guy in charge of all these displays yeah. and all this, you know, Shibuya mm-hmm. Army PR stuff. Just amazing. And But at the end of the day, like, I'm the expert. Right. You came here because you want me to tell you what we can do. Right. And I didn't come to your office and be like, hey, is that a skill craft? That's awesome. <laughs> right. But the thing is, is it would have been so easy to go, oh, I can't be in charge. I can't be, I don't, I'm not qualified for this. I'm not, you know, whatever, whatever the excuse was, it, it's what's, easy what's to whip that out. Is, you know, you, you asked me if I was nervous mm-hmm. and I truly wasn't because of those reasons. But I remember all the soldiers that had to go with me, mm-hmm. right? I'm not going to name him. But one that I was, he was, he was a good kid and we were close and I helped him through some stuff, but he was really nervous Yeah, and it was not his character. I'll say his first name was Rudy. That's Mm -hmm. as far as we go, (laughs) but it was outside of his character because he was a, you know, a Mm -hmm. chill kid. Um, and he was really keyed up for the paycom one, like really nervous. Yeah. And I pulled him aside before I'm like, dude, you know, it's the same thing I, I told our youngest, our second youngest when she had to give a speech recently, I'm like, they have no idea what you're going to say. Right. You can't screw it up unless you over-rehearse and then you stumble your words and you know you fouled up. <laughs> I was like, but you know the capabilities of these weapon systems. Mm-hmm. You know how many rounds this thing can hold. You know all this stuff. He doesn't. Right. Just share it with him. Tell him what you know. Right. It's just as simple as you come to me and say, my name's Rudy. You knew that. Right. And you knew it was true and you said it with confidence. Right. Same thing. Same thing. So, you know, when... When you're talking about doing stuff like this and and moving past all these little stupid things from your past, right? Like mm-hmm. that's going to come up, right? And you're going to ask your you're going to have those times you're like, oh, they're not going to listen to me because I'm this, or they're not going to, you know, believe me because of this, or they're not going to pay attention. Look, at the end of the day, you're there for a reason, right? You were picked by somebody, or mm-hmm. you positioned yourself to be somebody, right? They are going to listen. Right. <laughs> exactly. And that, you know, it's exactly. a, it's like a little real-time resiliency where right. you, you stop in the moment when that negative self-talk comes in and you say to yourself, okay, first thing is a sentence starter, like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta do that right off the bat. Dismiss the negative self-talk because mm-hmm. you know it's baloney. Right. And then you got to come back with something that's got to be true and quantifiable. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, when those instances came up and I'm presenting to these three really important people. Right. It's like, oh, they're not going to listen. They're not going to respect me. or They're not going to... Right? <laughs> that's not true. Right. Especially at that point. That's not true. I've spoken in front of thousands of people mm-hmm. about education and resiliency and mortars and rifles and you name it. Right. Of course they're going to listen to me. Right. Done. Right. I, I stopped it. I said it's not true. I gave myself examples, and I put some real numbers, like thousands, behind it. Right. So these three are probably going to have their ears open, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> but do that with anything. Exactly. You know, well, a smaller example, and then we'll wrap it up. Like, for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, no one's going to watch me if I go live, or no one's, no one's going to listen to me, blah, blah, blah. Right. Sure they are. Right. Because all the stuff you're talking about, right, is stuff that I've seen you talk to hundreds of people in person about. Mm-hmm. I've seen you tell our kids about it every day, you know, right. like, right. here's how diet and exercise works. Here's, right. here's how nutrition works, right. you know, of course they're going to listen to you. Right. Because you're the expert. <laughs> right. 
it just it just makes sense. <laughs> but there there is something that holds people back when you feel like this is an official situation, you know. Right. <laughs> just I think that but that's the other thing. It's like just like you said, nope, this person is going to get up and put on the same uniform. Like, yeah, we're all going to get up and put our clothes on and I'm going to happen to be the person that's going to tell them about what I know about. And you know what the the difference is by shutting those voices up? The biggest difference is you're either Johnny or you're the other seven lawyers that sat next to Johnny Cochran. Right. <laughs> okay? Right. That's that's your choices. Yeah. You want to be the star of your own life? Right. Then open your mouth and make it happen. Yep. Because everyone else at that table besides the juice mm-hmm. was equally qualified to represent <laughs> him. Everyone had the same skill set, same knowledge base. But he stood up and said, I'm running this. He took mm-hmm. ownership of the situation from the guy who was lead counsel. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Everyone was on the same page. Mm-hmm. One mill of difference between their eyes. That guy opened his mouth and said, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Just start doing it. Yep. Johnny, Johnny Cochran, your life. <laughs> Maybe not. Don't go with that. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Don't, let's not make that the last thing I say. Go Johnny Cochran, you're like. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, you got anything else? No, that was it. <laughs> All right, well, that was the show. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Please share it around. Yes. Make sure all your friends listen. Definitely. Your friends' friends, your mom's friends, your dad's friends. That's right. Your Aunt Susie's friends. <laughs> make sure make sure Deborah listens. Right. <laughs> it's my new thing every week. I'm just going to throw a name out there. Make sure Deborah listens. That's right. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. We will talk to you next time. Bye. All right, folks, there you have it. That was this week's show. Again, topic was ghosts. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, at the end of the day, like everything Jess and I said, it's, it's true, right? Just the, the thing I really want you to take away is, you know, when you're out there busy trying to convince people from the past that probably don't even care anymore, they may not even remember the thing they said, or when you're trying to convince total strangers of your worth, remember the first person and the hardest person you have to convince is yourself. All right, so use that energy, convince yourself that you can do it. And don't let those things haunt you and rob you of your of your joy. All right. So anyway, hope you guys enjoy the show again. Head over to AboveAverageLeadership.com. You can read the blog that inspired this post. And like I said at the beginning, keep your eyes peeled. Friday, YouTube, there will be a – I'm trying to keep them at five minutes because you guys have said five minutes is the sweet spot. That Longer than that, you're like, Travis, shut up. All right. So we'll do five-minute videos on YouTube. At least try and keep them there. I don't know. Sometimes I go on a rant like I am right now. All right. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy the show, and I will see you next time. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.